Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Chris Charling. Always fun when we get to hear back from students. Yes, I actually was talking with uh, someone I was teaching and he said uh, he had a confession, which is that he has listened to 150 of our podcasts oh, so far. Oh, Lord. I think I think there's uh, help for that. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a site you go elsewhere online and it'll tell you how to get over that. Yes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> But uh, he'd said, you know, I really love the podcast, but one of the things that I was really hoping to hear more of is is interviews. Yep. And I said, well, funny you should say that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting because we do tell all our students to keep in touch. Yes. And out of all the students that keep in touch, we hear from a very small percentage. Like three or four. Yeah, we, yeah, right. Out of you know hundreds that we teach every year, a couple give us a call. No, it, it's more than that. But the bottom line is when they're starting to have some success, that's, that's when they're really excited about calling and telling us or emailing us and saying, hey, here's what's going on. I got my first gig and blah, blah, blah. And that's basically what happened uh, with Megan, who we're going to talk with today. Yeah, she had sent me a message uh, a couple weeks ago saying, hey, you know, I, I just wanted to let you know that I've gotten a few jobs under my belt. And, you know, uh, she had sent me a link to this podcast that she's been on called uh, Horace Kentucky's Chronal Detective Agency. <laughs> yeah. Um which is about a time-traveling detective. Yeah, and I mean, it sounds far out, but you know what? It doesn't matter what it's about. It, it's it, You're working. You it's know? fun, too. And yeah. it's fun, especially. Now, she's uh, well, she'll tell you all this in the interview. We don't get deep into it. But, yeah, we don't spill um, it. Yeah, we don't spill all the beans here. Let her tell you. But um, I think she's typical of someone of her of her age. Okay, she's on yeah. the younger side mm-hmm. and going to school, uh, you know, college. Going back to school, Going too. back to school, yeah. going back to college, and, uh, and has a, a career path in mind, but voice acting is going to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and so and that's that's the other great thing that's uh, you know so super about voice acting is you can work a full-time job and still have fun doing this on the side. That's right. I mean, you're t- you're looking at two well maybe you're not looking, but you're listening anyway <laughs> to, to two folks that, that do it all the time. You know, we, we do work on the side, but we have these full-time jobs and there's um, uh, there's nothing wrong with pursuing it that way. Yeah. When I retire, I'm going into voice acting full-time. I, I mean, think that's it's no secret. I say that all the time. Yeah, I think it's better that way. You know, if yeah. you I think only a small number of people are going to be able to do that thing that they want to do full time. And then you also run the risk when it's full time of being beholden to it and, Mm -hmm. you know, resenting it in some cases, you don't want to have that happen. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about voice acting is it can be this, you know, this, this additional part of your life that can, you know, open up a lot of fulfillment that you don't have to really worry about. Exactly. So let's, uh, I'm going to do the intro since you're the one that talked with her. Um, uh, Megan Ariel Clark, she uh, took our class uh, not all that long ago, but she'll tell you the story you know, better than, than we can in this great interview that Chris just did. Hello, Megan, and welcome to Voice Coaches Radio. It's awesome to hear from you again. I, I have to tell you, I was really excited to get your message, and it's, it's really cool to, to hear that you're, you're out there doing stuff. Hello, thank you. Um, I've been going to school the past year, so um, it's been uh, difficult for me to balance everything together, but now that I'm done with school for the year, I thought I would dive right back into it and let you know some of the things I'd, I had done. <laughs> awesome. so, so yeah, you said you're, you, you're going back to school. What did you, what did you go back for? Uh, I'm actually going for elementary education. Hopefully I'll be a, a second or third grade teacher someday. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I think that's a great thing to, you know, just never stop learning. So that's, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's so important. Yeah. So I guess that, that kind of dovetails with my first question for you, which is what is it that, that got you started in voiceover? And, and what, I guess um, Warren and I were talking before the interview, and he said, <laughs> why? Um, yeah. So, yeah, what is it that got you started on this path? Well, um, I 
have always been involved in theater um, since I was a little girl, and I love just acting in general. And I started taking voice lessons for singing when I was very young, and I, I've always loved cartoons and making character voices and stuff. And all that just kind of clicked in my head when I was going through a community college catalog and saw that you guys uh, were there for uh, one, one class session for voice acting. And I thought, oh my gosh, why hadn't I, why I never thought of that before? That I would love to do that. <laughs> so I went and I took the class and I was just like, yes, this is definitely what I want to do. So, you know, I, I brought all my materials home and talked to my parents about it and we, we decided as a family that that's definitely some, that, something that would be wonderful for me. And I've loved the classes. Um, Chris, you're an excellent coach. I've loved taking classes with you. Thank you. Um, you've helped me build my confidence, really. That's something I've always struggled with, and uh, my self-confidence. And I don't know, I, you would play back some things, and I, and I would say, whoa, is that really me? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, just all the encouragement that you've given me has really pushed me to put, get myself out there. Awesome. Thanks. Well, that, that, that means a lot. I do, I do remember, you know, some of the classes we took together and uh, being very impressed with what I heard. And I think, you know, one of the things that I think is a, is a testament to your skill is, is your ability to, you know, um, just jump in and, and try something and not be afraid to, to fail because, you know, you know that the, the producer's role is to, you know, guide you and, and make sure that you, you get that thing. So I think... Mm -hmm. uh, that that openness and that trust and that that willingness to take risks is is, is one of the things that really has, uh, at least in in my ears, made you somebody that that I, I thought was had a, had a lot of talent and and uh, was was very excited to to work with. Well, thank you very much. No problem. So um, I guess first things first, you had kind of reached out and told me that you are uh, playing a couple of roles in this podcast called Horace Kentucky's Chronal Detective Agency. Um, so can you describe for our listeners uh, the story so far with, with, this, with this podcast? I know Andrew Jackson, I think, is one of the main characters. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just describe um, the story so far and, and your role in it. Well, Horace Kentucky's Chronal Detective Agency is about this d detective, and he's got a time machine that uses eggs as the, the source, the power source. <laughs> um, it's really interesting. But in this episode, he goes to a, a shop and realizes that Andrew Jackson is there with him, but this is not Andrew Jackson's time. Mm -hmm. And so they, uh, he is there buying a bunch of silver, and silver is what's needed to kill this ghost that Horace Kentucky is also after. And so they they talk about... Uh, they, it's sort of a flashback, this first episode. It's a two-parter. The second part is not out yet. But this first episode is more of a flashback for when Andrew Jackson encountered the Bell Witch, which is actually based on uh, a true story. The Bell Witch is an actual folklore um, in Tennessee. Oh, cool. And um, what's interesting about that is it was a little girl that was possessed. And so that character was really interesting because... It, it was like two characters, like you said. Um, they would walk into the house, and there, there's this little girl, and she's got this little girl voice, and then all of a sudden everything goes dark, and the the witch comes out, and she starts throwing things. And I really loved doing it and, and hearing it after it had been edited because it was like an old-time radio show. Yeah, they edited in all the, all the sound effects and stuff. I really like that. 
Oh, thank you for coming to play, Mr. Jackson. Elizabeth and I have grown very lonely. Who are you, demon? I've been called Kate. The name does not offend me. In the name of God, demon, I demand you to leave this family be. God? Oh, I love God. Do you know any good scripture? I've always been a fan of Job. <laughs> yeah, so how did how did that come about? How did you get hooked up with those folks? Well, um, I'm actually interested in doing uh, Gishwis, which is the greatest international scavenger hunt the world has ever seen. <laughs> and uh, that's run by an actor named Misha Collins. And a friend of mine was on my team, and uh, she got a whole bunch of other people that she knew to, be, to join our team for the scavenger hunt. And uh, one of them was this girl, Amanda. Well, her husband is an actor, and he uh, came over one time when we were working on a part of the scavenger hunt, and we got to talking, and um, he found out that I was into voice acting. He says, well, I'm putting together this podcast, and he offered me a role, and it was great. (laughs) Um, I've gotten into the habit of playing the voice demos that we made together uh, for to everybody. I'm just so proud of them, and so that helped me there. <laughs> great, great. That's really cool. Yeah, I was, I was, I, I was very, um, very into the story. It sounded very fun, and uh, yeah, I'm glad to see that you're, you're doing something creative there. And I, uh, like I said, uh, for for anyone who hasn't heard it yet, uh, Megan does some very awesome vomit sounds in it, so definitely something <laughs> to, be, uh, to be checked out. Um, you mentioned you also have a, a soccer company commercial that you've done recently. T- tell us a little bit about that. Yes. Um, I used to work with uh, a friend of mine, and um, she is now dating a photographer. Okay. And his company is called In Orbit Productions. It's a local Chattanooga company. And he does you know, wedding photos and videos and things like that. But his dad um, has started the soccer company. And so they decided to put together a commercial, and he asked me if I would do the voiceover for it. Um, he just called me one day and said, hey, so what are your rates for doing voiceovers? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I played for him my demos in the past. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. That's really cool to hear. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very, you know, um, I guess another question I have, I think this is, uh, you know, useful for our listeners is, um, can you tell tell us uh, the amount of time that passed between uh, doing your demo and when your first job came about? It was a few months, um, mostly because I I hadn't quite put myself out there as much as I should. Um, you know, I'm not making the the contact calls that I need to be making just yet, and that's that's part of me with my self confidence. But, um, you know, I have been playing my voiceovers to all my friends and and anyone that I know. Um, It's just a matter of getting out there. But after a couple of months, um, I did the the scavenger hunt, and that's when I met um, the Browns, and he offered me the role for the Horace Kentucky. Um, And then the commercial was just about a month ago, and uh, the Horace Kentucky was about last summer. Okay. So. Okay, so it was pretty pretty soon after your your demo that you got the Horace Kentucky one, but now you know this this other stuff. Oh, I think yeah. the thing that's important is is that you know you haven't really 
stopped with this. A lot of people kind of expect this stuff to to jump out and find them, but it does take work. And I think, you know, you you building these relationships in person, you know, is is, is really the the best and the strongest way to to Mm -hmm. do this. So um, do you have any other jobs that are, that are lined up in the future? Anything that you're, uh, anything that you've got in the future that you're excited about? Well, I'm friends with another local photographer and um, he is planning on putting together some videos for uh, real estate videos and um, he said that he is going to start offering to his clients the option of having a male voice or female voice, and when they choose female, he's going to call me. Very cool. And so I'm very excited about that. And uh, I also uh, I have plans to talk to a couple of local radio DJs and see if they have any contacts that they could help me with as far as getting my voice out there to advertising agencies. So that's my next step. <laughs> Excellent, cool. Um, and I guess my my uh, my last question for you would be, um, what advice do you have for for other people who are are um, hopeful to become voice actors who want to do this professionally? Oh, definitely, definitely take the classes and get your demo put together. Um, that that is the most important first step, I think. And just play it to everyone. You'd be surprised who people know. Excellent. Cool. Well, Megan, thank you so much. This has been awesome. It's been really great to hear from you. And I'm expecting, you know, probably in a little while we will hear from you again. I, like I said, I was, I was, uh, I always enjoyed working with you and, and I, I really enjoyed your creativity and, and your, your ability to just kind of dive in head first and, and go for it. And I think, uh, you know, that really shows in your demo. Um, where can people find some of the stuff? Is there a place where people can find the Horace Kentucky um, podcast? Yes, um, he has a website for it. It is Horace Kentucky, that's H-O-R-A-C-E, Kentucky like the state, dot blogspot dot com. And my episode is Bell of the Ball. That's episode 16, right? Yes. Excellent. Well, cool. Megan, like I said, it was great catching up with you, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing more of your success sometime soon, and I'm, I'm positive that I will. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks a lot. Take care. You too. Once again, great stuff, Chris. She's uh, obviously very easy to talk to. Yes. You know, great personality and uh, real real easy to, to listen to as well, which I guess would make her a pretty good voice actor. I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, a couple of highlights, a couple of things that I'm sure you know hit you as well. Mm-hmm. First of all, great question when you asked how long between the, the demo session and your first gig, and she said it was months. Yeah. And, and a lot of people go into this, again, thinking that, okay, now that I've got that demo, I'm going to be working next week. And yeah. it doesn't always work that way, although – We've had the exceptions. We've had people working before they finish their demo. Right. So, you know, things can happen that way. But uh, but take it to heart, okay? And Megan didn't give up, mm-hmm. and she knew she wanted to do this and have some fun with it while still going to school. So she tried to find a balance of that, mm-hmm. and, and it has paid off. And I think the other thing that I, I kind of took, there's two things that I took away from this. One was, um, who did she say she's playing her demo for? Everybody, everyone, exactly. because she may have played it for a hundred people and only gotten two jobs out of that. Mm-hmm. But if she hadn't played it to those one hundred for those one hundred people, she wouldn't have gotten any jobs. Exactly. And and she'd said, you you never know who's that one person away from being able to help you. And you yeah. know, she's gotten two jobs through people who are photographers. Yeah. Which who would think a photographer would be someone to help you get a voiceover job? You mm-hmm. know. 
There you go. There you go. As she said, you never know who they know. Okay, and and you could run into somebody that knows somebody that you know needs to talk with you and needs to use your services. Uh, She hit home uh, with this whole uh, real estate narrative that she's going to be working on because I just did one of those last week myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just out of the blue, somebody that that uh, knows me knows that, and I've done work for this person before. But now she had this video she'd shot of some real estate that's going to go up online Mm -hmm. uh, from a real estate broker, and uh, she wanted me to do the two-page narration. So we whipped that right out for her and uh, checks in the as they say mm-hmm. so there, there's if you haven't thought about that area that's a that's a big growing area yeah um, you'll drive by houses all the time that will say you know listen to this house talk or listen to what you sure. know, this house is about by you know going here online or dialing this number um, do that and yeah. then find out who's doing, who's doing that those things. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. because you could be doing that yourself yeah um, the other thing is and, and you will agree on this we usually tell our students to uh, avoid the radio and TV stations because they've got their own people in-house. Yeah. And, and I can tell you that's the case because I work part-time in radio yeah, and, and I do a lot of commercial work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't get paid a lot extra for it, but <laughs> you know, I, I know that boss isn't listening right now, so I can say that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, usually because that's part of your job when you're at a radio or TV station is you know to, to voice these pieces and you don't get paid extra, they're not going to pay you to do it. But mm-hmm. what she did is she said she knew a couple of DJs and she was going to look for referrals from them. Yeah. Smart. Okay. <laughs> yep. So you know, it's not that you you may get work from the radio station itself, but but those are people a, who are doing it exactly. Yep. yep. Uh, and and do you have a, a favorite DJ you listen to? Um, do you have um, you know any contact within that station at all? The production director, the sales manager, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. You know, get in touch and yeah. find out. Okay, who can I talk to to make sure they know that I can do this work uh, for anybody that they come in contact with? Yeah, and I think the one thing that really hit home for me was she had said, I, I hadn't really been chasing it so much because of, of some some self-confidence issues. Mm. And I remember actually doing an extra class with her and, and getting her to, you know, and, and the, the important thing to, to, to understand about that is you, you've got this internal critic and it's the person who is going to talk down to you the most. Everybody's got it. <laughs> and I remember working with her the first time and being like, she's great, mm. you know. Mm. Um, and, she didn't, she didn't hear that yet. Yeah. And I think she's, I think she's getting there, you yes. know, um, yeah. but, but that's an important thing to, to see, especially if you go out there and you, you hunt down this episode of this podcast or you come across her demo. She's really good at what she does, but even she struggles with that stuff. I think everyone does. And I, I really appreciated her honesty there saying that. And I think, you know, for a lot of our listeners, uh, I think a lot of folks do struggle with that because this is something that is in a lot of cases unknown. Right. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, just having that willingness to go, <sighs> Okay, I'm going to go for it. It's is, is the important thing to do that. <laughs> exactly. Well, again, thank you, Megan. Nice uh, nice job. Continued success. Hope to talk with her again here soon. Mm-hmm. You'll never know if your dreams of getting into voice acting can be realized unless you take that first step like Megan did. Great place to start is at a voice coach's adult education class called Getting Paid to Talk. One evening at our Introduction to Voice Acting class, and you'll be on your way. We offer this class across North America through universities, colleges, schools, and recreation programs probably in a spot near you this summer. That's right. The week of June 22nd, look for our class in Pittsfield, Holyoke, and Brockton, Massachusetts. And should you be in Ohio, you can look for us in Toledo, Youngstown, and Hudson. All right. Also in Poughkeepsie, Troy, and Rochester, New York, just call us for more details, 866-887-2834. Or email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com and tell us where you are and we'll tell you when we'll be there. All right. Uh, Feel free to become a part of our podcast by sending 
sending us your questions, your comments, your topic suggestions, your success stories. You know, they are always, always appreciated. Yeah. And uh, remember to, to like us on Facebook and thank you for rating us when you are listening through iTunes. Yeah, I looked last week. Somebody gave us four and a half out of five stars. Ooh, Isn't that nice? That's very yeah, nice. And I didn't even send them the five bucks. You know, I mean, that, that's really <laughs> That good. was supposed to be a secret. Oh, yeah, to... that's true. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, we hope you'll join. Uh, we hope you'll rate us and then we hope you'll join us again next week right here. Thanks. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. Yeah, and I think the the one thing that really hit home, that's an important thing. I'm kicking my mic stand. Oh, crap. Huh? We don't have any bloopers. Yeah, I I, th- I heard us make like two mistakes. You started like over twice, but you only got two or three words into the sentence and you started over. And again. it wasn't funny. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I guess that's it. You just can't beat perfection. There you go, folks. <laughs>